haven't changed, had much to say But man, I still think them cats are crazy They were asking if you were around How you was, where you could be found I told them you were living downtown Driving all the old men crazy podcast about punk by punks i'm one of your hosts tyler hammer i'm jake casualty tim and uh we got a yeah we would uh <laughs> do we want to start over again no no this no. is good this is good yeah we're good we're good. um this is the first episode where we don't necessarily we aren't doing the slap the march is done slap well, he's done crossed crossed out one I need yeah. to I need to like announce that on our social media because I did a cute April Fool's post instead with the like guy from Running Wild holding a sword or like uh, I, what is it a saber? What is the like thin one a that saber. looks like it looks like a fencing thing? Oh, um, like a dueling a saber? I believe ha- is like a curved sword. Um, is that like a scimitar? Yeah, I that's think like scimitar is like Turkish, right? I'm not yeah, up that's on like my, a, that you know, goes goofy, that gets wider. Weird, uh, I believe it's does. Yeah. saber right. yeah, yeah, is pretty yeah, totally. Um, I, I'm I'm pretty knowledgeable in uh, weapons to some to a degree. So you know what the pirate sword is? Yeah, I think that's like a saber. Okay, okay, I believe a cutlass. Cutlass, a cutlass. Yeah. That's what it is. There, that sounds right. You know, like a chicken, but not not to be confused not a, with not chicken cutlets. A chicken yeah. cutlet, which pirates. Doesn't have to probably do never ate once. Yeah, you know they were sucking the limes down on the boat. Yeah, let me get some lemons. To fucking fight scurvy. It's where limey came from, right? Yeah, what they call yeah. British people that. I think so because they were the you know they were like boat people. Because they really? were back they were in the day. fucking sick all the time. That's cool. Eating bread. Yeah, I mean, just they needed they needed lime. The sun doesn't shine over there, so no. Well, we got a fun episode. I think we're gonna just like chit chat, you know. Riff a little bit, you know, like running wild, again. like running wild. Running yeah. wild does have really sick riffs. They absolutely do. Um. <laughs> but we uh we got an announce we not really an announcement, but me and Tim have a review. Uh, we uh recently this past weekend went to we tried to go to first a, a local local uh, eatery, Donuts Delight. And what a fantastic place. But we saw the line was long. Line is long. Uh, if, if that place also, in addition to having donuts, has like a diner in there. Food is quite good. Service can be slow. That's my little review for this. And pizza. It's like a pizza. What is it? It's a Salvatore's. It's, yeah. it's a pizzeria. It's a pizzeria. That's So it's like a pizzeria slash diner slash donut shop. And the donuts are quite good. Yeah. Some of the best donuts in Rochester, I would say. Yeah. But. We saw the line was long, and, we're in, you know, I was driving, so. Yeah, we were like, oh, I, I suggested, you know, uh, perhaps, you know, not the best idea, but I was like, oh, why don't we try Ridge Donut? Because that's like, you know, in a quite kind of close. Yeah. It's like right on Portland, so, you know, not too far from Donut's Delight. Six-minute drive or so. Yeah. So we go there, park. We walk in the front door. It's the front door. There's no instructions. It's just, I mean, obviously, like yeah, nothing understand. like don't do not enter. Nothing like that. And then we go, we go up around the counter. You know, we see people in line, and we see like people are already in line. We don't really know what's going on. And then we tr- 
try and go up and we get accosted. I'm getting uncomfortable just hearing this story because I, I, I certain places during COVID don't have good setups. Yeah. For dealing that is with definitely COVID. Juan. Yeah. And, and like, I get it. It's you got to adapt and it's tricky and this shit sucks. And like, uh, who knows if shit should be open anyway at this point, probably fine. seems to be fine. I don't know, but it is, it is, it makes me very anxious when I go to a place and it's like, Oh, I don't know what their, their protocol is. Where am I supposed to stand? Yeah. I went to balsam bagel the other day, which is maybe a little overrated in my opinion, but good. Not a good setup there either. It's a long wait, but, but still, it's a pretty good place. I like Brownstein's better for bagels, but go on. So what happened? You're accosted. So, Tim, we're accosted. Yeah, me and Tyler were kind of, you know, standing near where I guess like the, like if you, when you're coming into the restaurant to make your order started or something. Yeah. And one of the workers just immediately, you know, jumping um, down our throat. Come on, man. You don't, you guys yeah, are going the wrong way. Yeah, come, like, don't you know? The like, line's he didn't, back there and he pointed out and there's another set of doors and there's people in line. So the front door is the wrong way. The front yeah. door is the back door, technically. It's the exit. You, they didn't have any signage. No, it really should. They really should just. It should go yeah. the other fucking way, if you ask me. Or they need signage. They, they, you could easily go on Word and they have like an option to do like little. It's called shapes. And you could make an arrow and say <laughs> other door. And then you wouldn't have to be accosted because right. you, you would have clip art. And then and then the. Uh, that guy wouldn't have to accost you anymore. Yeah, that was... So, the clip art could have saved everybody a whole lot of trouble there. Yeah, yeah. All it would have accosted would be, like, the price of uh, paying to buy Microsoft Word. Yeah, I mean, because I, I, I can't imagine a single worker at Bridge Donuts or, you know, uh, any of the owners or uh, managers owns a computer or owns Microsoft Word. You know, you could probably do that at the library. No, yeah, you probably could. Honestly, I've opened Word documents at the library. Well, me and Tyler came to the conclusion that maybe this like employee that yelled at us was just like maybe a little salty because his pay of uh, three plain ring donuts per shift got cut down to two for the day. Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't blame that guy. I have to blame the manager for the lack of signage and clip art. Here. And, you know, just uh, I mean, I, I do. We left. We were like, we're not even going to deal with this. We're just going to leave. We went back to Donuts Delight and had I had I got. A bunch of good donuts had delicious breakfast pizza. They don't have breakfast pizza there. And, you know, it's just like I feel bad for the guy and everyone there working getting three plain ring donuts. I mean, and being covered in flour all day. Flour. I mean, he probably was like, oh, man, I'm dealing with sugar all day. Like three plain ring donuts that they have to like they only get like a half a cup of, you know, lukewarm coffee to dunk them. And it's so hard. It's like it's like hard tack kind of donuts. It's like so hard. They're like those plastic like, you know. It's like a like a donut you see it like the strong museum for like where I mean, the kids, I, you know. They I, have to let it soak in the coffee for 30 40 minutes. I would kill myself if I was covered in fly, flour with no appropriate signage. I mean, yeah. I would those they, they they probably have to have nets like at uh Foxconn or whatever for those fucking people. <laughs> even though it's like a, you know, even one story on ground floor. <laughs> it's even worse, man. It's the nets are just over the windows. Right, they can't even leave. They can't. Yeah, they can't sh- jump out of the windows and the, cut the windows, themselves. They just look like Henry Rollins' shirt. It's just you can't make it through it. It's impossible. Danzig's shirt, you know. Yeah, that material. Not nah, that's that. They even got match. Henry Rollins and Danzig outstationed on the windows, being like, 
Oh man, you that shirt. you can't leave here. <laughs> that shirt made him sound like shitty Larry for a second. Yeah, that mm. shirt is not mesh. That is spider web. Donuts yes, he's just in the window. Like, give me a donut is probably mostly what Danzig is saying. Little hey, known man, fact: Give me a donut. Danzig does indeed have a family of spiders who live in his mouth, and they you know sew up his like mesh shirts. Yeah, he's he like that. He just gets a new instead. Of, he like just throws his you know. Mess shirts out every day, and he has like the spiders, just you know, resell them. I like to imagine Rollins with a closet full of those plain black T-shirts from the Gap. Yeah, the, on, on on like uh, clothes hangers. I mean, he, he was looking yeah, sharp on that one Tonight Show appearance with David Letterman. It's a, it's a good that look. Was. That's uh, I I watched the and we don't have to talk about this stupid shit from the internet, but the Chet Hanks video where he's talking about uh, White Boy Summer and saying what you are and are not allowed to wear, and he's like, you know, white tee, plain black tee's good. And I was like, all right, Henry Rollins for White Boy Summer, I guess. Yeah, he kind of started it. You know, he was a he was yeah. white Henry Rollins, crazy white boy. That is a crazy white boy that, if I've ever seen one. That's true. That probably is where Chad got the inspiration from for white boy summer it may be he <laughs> probably heard the song uh drinking yeah. and driving and he was like okay yeah i do that all awesome. the time i love doing this um and then he's like well wait a second this vocalist he doesn't drink or drive at all that's pretty crazy that's you a know? crazy white boy so i'm one. i'm gonna be i'm gonna do it so that that is one of the rules of of crazy uh white boy summer unfortunately is you have if you're gonna drive you have to be drunk uh <laughs> Which I, mean, I what am I who am I to deny him? I mean, no Ubers anymore. They got rid of those too. Yeah, you're right. I mean, gas prices all the way up. Right. They they're trying to shut those guys up. down. Those well, ga- all those gas stations, those Sunoco's are really <laughs> taking it to fucking Uber. Yeah, why is our gas prices up? Did Biden fuck up? No, I think he was just. I mean, that was probably his plan the whole time, I think, was to probably I mean, raise gas prices. Gas prices were higher, like, 15, yeah, like, like 10 fucking, years ago. Yeah, 15, I was going to say, like, ago. I remember paying $4 for, like, a gallon of gas, like, yeah, in, like, 2011. So they, they stole the election to raise my gas prices. Yeah, yes. I guess. Yeah, I'm going to, let's go with that. I'm just going to keep gas... doing misinformation on this podcast so that we can't post it on the internet anymore. Shit that I don't even believe, but I will say it so it can be clipped out of context so that we can get censored. Because people love martyr, martyrdom. Gas big. was just in a Christian cheaper. culture. Gas is cheaper because people were using it less because of COVID. You know, no commutes, supply really. and command. So once once people started using, are kind of going back. I think we just see. I think it just like went. It like literally went from like two sixty five or like you know that two eighty five. I think two eighty five, two ninety. I've seen two ninety nine. So this is just in Rochester. Um, whatever we got, I'm sure you're probably feeling that gas increase wherever you may be living right now. Or but, maybe not. Or maybe not. But we feel you. The 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 Kings of Punk podcast. We you know, feel you. We feel we feel with you. We'll fill you. But we got some uh, a couple interesting things that we wanted. I wanted to bring up to the to the other to the boys here. Oh, really? Not. Uh, so April second, uh, Grand Wizard Cuomo. Uh, what? Okay. Uh, Cuomo is announced has announced uh, alleviating restrictions to live entertainment. Uh, so starting April second, bands, various theater uh, of of the mind and of the soul uh, can uh, 
com- uh, commiserate. I was like commiserate. Uh, can 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 continue. Can actually go about. Um, I don't know what restrictions were before it, but I believe it's up to 33% capacity, which is up to 100 people indoors, 150 people outdoors, however big it may be. I'm sure they could probably fit more if it's bigger. Um, if everyone tests negative, they had like a negative test from the last few days or so, they can, it bumps up to 150 people and up to 200 people outdoors. And everyone has to wear masks. Everyone has to social distance, you know, as as one does, uh, has been doing with social, with uh, COVID. So nothing truly new, but uh, it, it's not like against the state to do that now. Um, and I, I think it's worth talking about because the last year has been really hard on bands Live shows with punk, hardcore, metal, and various underground music is super important to the culture and the scene in and of itself. So losing that aspect has been a huge blow. And now we're, at least in New York State, we're kind of seeing it come back. Um, Tentatively. We're going to be seeing it come back. Again, tentatively. um, I also don't know anything about, like, the ostensible like science behind them reopening like is it safe do we know i mean i guess it's probably it seems fine i don't know who even knows anymore yeah, man. yeah i, I think it's possible that, that um i think it's probably a couple things numbers going down um and vaccines like, yeah the, the going spread up. of the vac so i think it could be a thing where it changes like if we see a huge spike like we did last year um, yeah. Near the end of the year, I can see it kind of shuddering. Shuddering? Uh, you know, they're gonna sh- they're gonna shut it down. They're yeah, gonna go back. To Mike's none. Mike's gonna shut it down. Um, I just don't. I would like to hear from our audience, and if if anyone wants to, you know, comment on any of our posts and whatever, or email us, just kind of what your thoughts are. Cause I've seen stuff on social media about people. Uh, posting like being like I'm gonna make I'm making a list of every band that plays and uh, during COVID and it's like I understand that uh, to a degree and I think it's important. However, I don't know what promoters and venues will think of that, um, and I don't know if that is a good way to go about our time and our energy. You know what I mean? I haven't seen anybody saying that, but I also have not seen like anyone playing shows. That's true. I, I really haven't either. Like, it's only, like, for the most part, dumb shit fuck bands. You know? Yeah. Like, the five-finger death punches of the world, of the of the oh, underground. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know, like, Trapped played a show, like, when, when cases were, like, peaking or whatever. Like, tried be to. like a year ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's different. Um, yeah, if, if stuff opens up again, which, as it's supposed to... It's weird because I've been like really itching to play a show, go to a show, etc. Obviously, everybody has been saying this ad nauseum. I'm actually sick of people, especially people who listen to shitty music on social media, saying like, "I can't wait for see a show. I love live shows." And I'm just like, "Oh, I thought you were gonna, I love the band live." <laughs> might I mean, might as well be that. That's yeah. a favorite band, band show. They're playing <laughs> that band show. <laughs> yeah, all the rockers are really, uh, really miss live music. I, I mostly just want to play with my band that we have. Dude, that... you, you don't realize how hard I've been pining to see like those air supply cover bands coming out <laughs> of the woodwork. Oh yeah, 
I mean, the I'm trying to think like the Aerosmith bands that we hear all the time at the space. Uh, the oh, and the, bands. Wait, they got the Joe, uh, the John Bovey, Do Bovine Jovi, <laughs> Mr. Bovine, Jovi. <laughs> Mr. Jovi. I mean, uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. Now that you mentioned it, going to like I want to go to a ska <laughs> show at the Dublin Underground so bad. That sounds awesome. Is Dublin still like? Are they a thing? <laughs> Has it been a thing in like ten years? Okay. I mean, it's a it's a. I think it's a building. Yeah, shows. it's yeah. a building. The I building's to, there. It's Masons. I, I, oh. I swear to God, I saw someone posting about them wanting to do shows again. I would love to play at Masons. Yeah. I would love to play at the weird Dublin. <laughs> I went. To, I went to that bar once when I used to live in that neighborhood. Um, that was like being in hell. It was completely packed. The basement looks the same, but remember the part. And and I apologize to our listeners who aren't from Rochester who have no idea what I'm talking about. Remember the part in the back of Dubland by like the sound the booth? The backstage kind of thing? No, not not ba- so it's the stage and then like to the, like when you first walked in the basement around the side where you could like fucking sit and shit. Yeah. yeah. I think I, I think I did. only went to a couple shows. It was like there. a little platform thing next to the sound area. That is a, in Masons on the weekend apparently from what I saw where they put the beer pong table. Oh. So it's that kind of place Jesus packed Christ. like sardines in there. Uh, horrible. Would love to play there. I'd want to play a show at a stupid place really bad. At a stupid place that sucks. At a stupid place that sucks filled with strangers who hate me. Yeah. Yeah, that, great. I can't yeah. think of anything better. Dude, I'm like horny for it. Like, what the fuck? But as the opening approaches, I'm like kind of drawing a blank about like what shit is going to look like, what we're going to do. The scene, as it were, in Rochester was already not uh, in shambles not looking i mean not even shambles it, it was it, like a mummy it was uh, trying like, to rise up it was it was it was like a, a mummy that had been dispersed into molecules basically and i'm not trying to <laughs> diss anyone it was like at it, all but but as a collective you can't talk about it as a collective because it wasn't one it was like you know in the the great movie the mummy with brendan fraser it was like when brendan fraser goes I hate mummies, and he shoots it, and it, it's like that's that's where that's where we stop, and then COVID happened, and it's like pause, and then but so we, we have a shot mummy, then we have Brendan Fraser doing that funny <laughs> clap thing. You remember when he did that? That's that's been the Rochester scene since. I hate shot. Lux Lounge, and then he yeah, just laugh, yeah. <laughs> then, and then he shoots that person in the head who owns that place. There's a. There's a really that funny person that picture. I don't know. I can't wait to play there. There's a really I funny. You get paid really well there. Oh unlike, yeah, yeah. Uh, unlike the place where you sound good. The the there's a picture. <laughs> there's a picture of Brendan Fraser. It's autographed. Like someone posted on Twitter, and it's like the food was great. Steak was good. I was in the mummy. <laughs> Brendan Fraser. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't I don't know what it's gonna be like because. I think a couple things. I think bands have been continuing to like rehearse on occasion. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna. Well, wait one second. We got this. Well, yeah. Wait, what's going on like, here? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Sorry, guys. Tight. We're watching the funny Brandon Fraser clap <laughs> from what the Golden Globes. Or something? I don't know. Something. Some stupid bullshit that sucks. Yeah. Some stupid celebrity <laughs> bullshit. And that's how, like, Brendan Fraser's career got ruined. Like that clap, that phantom clap where he completely missed both of his hands and just <laughs> <laughs> acted like a complete goofball. 
Yeah, what? Oh, you remember how sick fucking George of the Jungle was? Oh, yeah, I loved, I loved that movie. <laughs> the live yeah. action. George, <laughs> George, no, bring Shep here. <laughs> Are you quoting that movie? I don't remember. Yeah, there's, I don't, all, it's like oh, all I remember from that movie is some, when he first goes to New York, because he had like a, what was it, like a fucking woolly mammoth named Shep or something? Yeah, He's like know. walking. Shep. Dude, <laughs> my one coworker was <laughs> quoting fucking Shrek. The Ringer to me. <laughs> Oh, and it's God. like he's doing, and it's like saying something, and it's like I was like, is that like from somebody? It's it's from the Ringer, don't you know? And it's like, the fuck are you? Are you like serious? Do you think I know quotes from the Ringer like starring Johnny, Johnny Knoxville movie ever? Isn't it just literally the plot is it's Johnny Knoxville and he's playing a retard? Or wait, no, it's excuse me, it's he's. Isn't it literally this like the South Park episode with Cartman? Yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah, it's like but the same no, thing. But like he's not a dick like Cartman was. Like I think what happened is he his like neighbor needed to get surgery because his fingers got cut off from a lawnmower, uh, and he <laughs> needs to earn like win money. So he thinks that's the best way to do it is to pretend like he has like Down syndrome or something like that. Sounds like uh, a really deep and thought provoking <laughs> movie. But then he ends up discovering that the the people his his uh his uh team I guess maybe not teammates the people he's competing with and training with uh, in the Special Olympics are actually really sweet and they're pretty cool and so he ends up not uh like they fall like they're doing the last race and one of them falls and he helps get them up and they they all win at the end so that does that that is different it's pretty hard heart, heartwarming yeah. i guess to an extent uh maybe a little uh, tone deaf uh or very tone deaf um yeah could be a lot worse you could argue that uh, I, I think johnny knoxville's character isn't like i don't think at their end they're like man it's really good johnny knoxville that you decided to play someone with a mental disability of some sort and, you know, they give all everyone gives thumbs up to the camera and they're like, this is a good movie. He wasn't a dick like he Cartman. He wasn't bad. This there's nothing. The last uh, words are there is nothing wrong with this movie. Hey. morally. <laughs> but but in all seriousness, I mean, anything uh, Johnny Knoxville did, he, he that was the movie he did after Walking Tall with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So I get, you know, anything he needed anything. Yeah, because that. Yeah. that was I, I like wasn't allowed to watch that shit as a child, unfortunately. Oh, I mean, it, this I was didn't... like fifteen years ago. Were you uh, a, I no, guess two thousand three, two thousand four. I oh, think. Man. No, that would have no, been. I, I would have been old enough to be allowed to watch it at that point. I, I don't. My parents. This must have been in the mid two thousands then. Yeah, some some shit like that. If I was still in middle school. I probably couldn't have seen it at the theater. That movie was probably rated R, right? Or was it? PG-13? Which one, The Ringer? I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that was. I think that's. I don't think that's an R-rated film. R for, uh, what does that stand for in this context? Mm. Well, we won't go there, folks, but... uh... So, yes, that's that's where we're at. I guess that's where we're kind of at with the Rochester punk scene, or we'll say maybe some of the, the music ringer. scenes. The spe- it's, it's like the ringer. Ringer. It's like the, the ringer. Special Olympics. <laughs> Oops. It, <laughs> at the end of the day, we all, uh, all the, everyone kind of... Or, um, I don't know. We're all um, we're like the mummy. We're really like the mummy. We're really uh, we're just dust. A cherished, a cherished, the mummy, a cherished film from our youth. Uh, Not but, really, but uh, uh, everyone, no, everyone now. Like Brendan Fraser, you know. <laughs> so, 
Uh, yeah, we, even if you win, you're still uh, in Rochester. So that's that's <laughs> what uh, that's what it's like here. I think yeah. it's more even, like the Knoxville movie. Even if you win, you're still Brandon Fraser. <laughs> Brandon Fraser. Brandon. Yeah, that guy. You guys know that actor, Brandon Fraser. Brandon Fraser. Frosser. <laughs> I'm Frosser. Brandon. My Frosser. name's Brendan Frossier. <laughs> He, Brandon Frazier spazzes out and does a crazy clap. Look that fo- look that clip up on YouTube. He doesn't. Oh, I sh- it's not Frazier. He doesn't even have an I in his name. I fucked up. I was thinking like the show with the that real. Oh guy. yeah, Frazier. That's how dumb me. he is. He forgot to put the I in his name. <laughs> oh God, I forgot to put the I in my name. <laughs> it was too I was, late to go back. When I was coming up with my fake Hollywood name, I forgot to put the I in Frazier. George Nobring here. <laughs> That was his first role. I remember like, that, and I remember him trying to find, like, I I do remember him being fucking way jacked in that movie, too. But um, he, Oh, yeah, some of those movies he was fucking. Yeah. He was, uh, like, trying to find his parrot in New York. He's Encino like, Man? Where's Tuki Tuki? This is now the Brendan Fraser <laughs> slash George Jason. of the Jungle podcast. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I do think it'll be, I to go back on topic, I do think it'll be interesting how shows go because it's like, are people going to mosh? Are people going to get vaccinated enough? Are we going to like insure, try and ensure that we keep it as safe as possible? Because like, that's the thing that I miss is like just having fun and having like, I don't know, just being able to kind of do whatever because it's punk. Um, and I just think it's going to kind of not, it might not, it'll feel weird. I mean, the atmosphere of, like, a punk show. Maybe it'll feel dangerous again. Yeah, that was what I was going to say. Back when it felt dangerous anyway, like 20, I'll say 2011, 2012, just to be safe or to be dangerous. That sounds about right. More to the point. But even a little bit after that, but we'll, we'll say it's that time frame. That atmosphere was, like, everything that the past year, year and a half has not been. Like, goddamn, we literally can't leave our houses. We can't fucking... I mean, the only part of this lockdown thing that was kind of cool and and was I won't say it was punk, but it 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 stirred something in me that was inspiring was when shit was actually locked down like last March or whatever, like when it was like fucking empty streets and like the Soviet Costco where you have to wait in fucking huge lines and shit is missing. Uh, yeah, that was dope, and I made a lot of music, and that was very inspiring. This half-assed lockdown thing. And just the general, like, zeitgeist at the moment, I don't know if it could be less punk ever. Um, and I, and so, yeah, I, don't, I mean, coming back from shows, I and, like, people have been by themselves, whatever uh, affections or resentments they were nursing previously have just had a lot of time to percolate. And uh, people might literally, like, not know how to talk how to be in a setting like that i mean i don't really know maybe people have been fucking partying and like uh, i haven't been which wouldn't really be a big change from how things were pre-covid but uh yeah i think it's gonna be i i think you're right it might feel dangerous again just because it'll be tense and uncomfortable i think in a way that can 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 sort of that that tension can be harnessed towards uh either creative ends or just towards ends of like having a lot of fun or doing bad things or all of the above. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know what the, I don't have heads or tails on the whole situation. I think, uh, I, I really just hope that we can kind of come together and just embrace 
the love of music and kind of like it's like that Beatles song come together folks yeah the song come together folks and I I just want people to maybe not harbor any if they have any resentments kind of maybe not harbor them and or at the very least not bring that energy to the show that SDE yeah what's that SDE yeah small dick energy oh yeah 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 don't do that yeah, don't try and be a fucking loser dork about shit because it's like, I don't know. Like, I think shows will be will be small. I mean, they're obviously going to be smaller, but like, we're not going to have the the eight band show now. Not the six band fucking show on a Friday, no. or Thursday or Tuesday. It's not like the Penny Arcade fifteen years ago. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be three, two to four bands. You know, I think bands should try and focus on doing maybe slightly longer sets than they're normally used to. Um, because of the, there's going to be less bands that can play in general, which makes sense, allows more people to kind of get in. Like, you don't want to, like, if you, if you have a venue that has a 60-person capacity, for the most part, that's how, that's how much you can have. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to have five bands, and that's half of the capacity. That's whack. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be like three, maybe four bands. Like, Leaking Head, you get Blood Wolf... The Kujats and uh, and Buddha Hood, yeah, and that'll be a show. Perfect. That's beautiful. So I don't know. We got like a, sixty people. You know, we got. I want to know what other people think because I just think, uh, yeah, I want any SDE in terms of other people having fun. I don't. I'm not sure about when we'll play a show. What's going to happen in the future? But um, I think a lot of people are kind of like still waiting. Like even if you told me like in January I could play a show, I'd probably be like, eh, let's you know give it a little time, kind of let that vaccine really get into people's blood. You know, I want to. I wish I get the Sino Farm one. I want to absorb those nice productive forces from the mighty Communist Party of China. I want the. Uh, what do you get, Tim? The Moderna one. Yeah. So I'm gonna get the. I'm gonna try and get. I'm gonna try and collect them all. Get you all know. four of them. You gotta. You gotta go to Serbia to do that. They have like the, it's like a buffet. They have these like facilities where you can just go into a booth for any vaccine and just get it. Um. Yeah. What, what were you saying? Before this? <laughs> I forgot. Um. The mummy. No, not. <laughs> not not the not the fucking mummy. Oh yeah yeah. I don't know. I I think tension and people being a little bit uneasy going back to shows can be healthy, but. I do hope people have fun. I would. I'm going to have fun. That's a promise. But I hope everyone else does too. Um, if you gained weight in quarantine, it's fine. Might look good on you. I'm up to two eight oh eight now. That's okay. Um, yeah. If you out there looking thick, all the thick honeys now. Yeah. What's up? What's up? <laughs> I'm taking, but you yeah, know. I'm. I'm. I'm not. I can match it. It's big boy season. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Year yeah. round. I mean, was that was that one rapper we listened to? Fatty, fatty Sav? Yeah, he's fatty that Sov. really fat rapper guy <laughs> fatty from like Har- Har- Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's very big, big boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's probably eating all those, uh, I don't mean, what are they, like chili dogs in Pennsylvania? What this is, is, a, this like, is a Cincinnati thing, I think. They eat uh, like, they probably eat like, you know, uh, dirt and gravel and, you know, <laughs> yeah, some gravel, gravel covered in cheese. <laughs> A deep fried. It's like a deep fried brick. Salads with uh, with fries <laughs> they, in them and deep fried. They dredge your brick in flour and egg yolk and then throw it in the fryer. 
Get a look at this. Pretty no, good. that's a, an appetizing looking brick. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we got we got. Uh, I think it'll yeah it'll be interesting. I I don't I think we and the thing that sucks too is that like I don't know like I don't know what the status of the bug jar is. I don't know what the status of the montage is. I don't know the status of any of these fucking venues. Uh, I know Chuck Schumer was at the bug jar, but it's like... Oh, yeah. That was wild. That was really goofy. <laughs> for, for our uh, non-Rochester people, bug jar is, is, I guess, pretty much like the premier like underground music venue in Rochester. Like, If you are a big but not entirely mainstream band, but maybe not that big... You got some buzz about you got some buzz in and or like an older band that has less buzz than you used to. People know who you are and you've come through Rochester in the past couple decades. There's a good chance you would have played there. Also, if you are a shithead, nobody band from Rochester that can barely play, you can fucking probably go play there if you want to. So it's it's a Rochester institution and none other than Chuck Schuma himself. Chuck Schuma showed up. <laughs> Showed up there and gave like I didn't listen to his spiel. What was it like? Uh, uh, he's talking about they're they're gonna like help out small venues. What is he gonna do for them? Something like that. I don't know. He's gonna get Amy Schumer to appear at the Bug Jar. Probably yeah, do his, a big fundraiser. His right. wife Amy Schumer. That, that's and his wife Amy. That's when I'll condemn the Bug Jar. Like that. That's when I'll get on <laughs> the bad. That's when wagon the line and, will uh, be crossed. That's when the line will be drawn. Is if uh, Amy Schumer's there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Um. It's. I don't know, like I, and that's what sucks is like some band hit Holy Water up to like book them a show in next March, twenty twenty two, and it's like, what? Where? Like where? Yeah, I mean, what? no offense, but like, I, you mean I think like a band in Rochester did? No, ba- a band from fucking uh, some Ohio band. Oh, they wanted like you to book band. a show for them. Like they're out of town. They're doing a tour in March. Oh. Yeah, I guess the best you could tell them is like. Probably. Maybe. I mean, the, the, in, uh, here's something that's uh, unforeseen that'll f- it's going to be fucked is that there are so many fests and tours that were just pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And 15 promoters have this date, uh, you know, August 17th at the bug jar uh, and everything's pushed back and pushed back that it's going to be so fucking hard to get any tour. It's More bands be chaos need to break up. I'm sorry. Just fucking break up. Or let's just start fucking playing shows because I'm thinking about, like, my bands being able to fucking do a tour. Now, these are with, like, tour managers and shit. So, DOI tour, I think it's still open. But, like, not being able to, like, tell some, like, I, I don't know what's going to happen in March. It, should, it could be fucked. Maybe in fucking summer everything's fine, but winter, it gets ten times worse for some fucking reason. Who knows? We could be at war. We could be at war with, uh... We're not going to war. No, we're not going. <laughs> no one's going to war. Someone else will go to war. They got all. Dr- they got drones and all that kind of shit to do that. So what they do we? Got kids you know, who can play COD. To- what do you <laughs> fucking do? I don't. I don't know what to like. I don't know what like, Kevin told that band, but it's just like, yeah, I guess we'll do a fucking show like a we'll, year we'll, from now. We'll try. We'll like, you know, like, yeah. I feel like if you went to Bug Jar or whatever and was like. Can I get this date for a year from now? Like, any venue would be like, I don't fucking know, man. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, 15, I'll fucking 15 know. Other ba- 15 other bands have that date. Yeah. Hoping that they might be able to potentially tour. I was supposed to see Uncle Acid with uh, Twin Temple, that, and that was, like, supposed to happen, like, right when COVID... Or, no, it was, like, last April, 
And uh, that sucked. I wanted to go to the show. I don't know if that's getting... I mean, initially it was like everybody was optimistic, so they kept like rescheduling it. Then they were like, nope, no way. Yeah. Um, well, uh, we got to... It'd be, it'd be sweet to go see Ministry and Helmet in Buffalo. That would be sweet. Yeah. When is that again? October, uh, October. I think. Okay. Right? And, you know, October's far enough out to where, like, I think I can Should see work like, totally out. big, bigger shows happening. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. It's August. Just... I'm going on vacation in August to Las Vegas to fucking see, like, Merciful Fate and Danzig at Mandalay Bay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm staying I careful. Spent, I spent like a good amount of extra money to stay at the Mandalay Bay Hotel <laughs> so that me and John can make finger guns and it'll be really fucking funny <laughs> to me to do that. And maybe we'll get sushi comped. <laughs> oh, Jake, Jake Ray's Jake uh, casualty uh, comped sushi for you. <laughs> <laughs> comped. Let's take your we'll take your bags. Oh, man, these are really heavy. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of them, and you're going all the way yeah, up to the like top floor. Bad, huh. Up and down constantly. Huh, weird. Oh, well, I don't think nothing of it. I, I don't think that there's anything strange about all of these bags and that it's in a security elevator and that they're heavy and that you're going all the way to the top floor. And uh, I also don't think it's weird that you're shooting with 40% accuracy. That's not. <laughs> that's a normal thing for a guy who's not a fucking Marine to shoot. That's fine. Dude, I mean, you get you get a lot of hours in fucking uh, Call, of Duty. You know, Call of Duty, Fortnite, Apex. You know, yeah, I was, fucking... I was playing Area Fifty One, that arcade game at Tully's, and I was uh, then able to kill sixty people at a country <laughs> music concert. I mean, it's no different. It's the same fucking thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's what they told. That's what all the the you know senators would say would want you to believe back in the nineties. GTA the... is the reason why, <laughs> and Doom. This guy was a gamer. That's why. Yeah, he maybe what you know maybe we don't know a lot about Stephen Paddock. Maybe yeah, he was a gamer. That's the detail. This I you know I've been looking for the missing detail that would make sense of the Vegas shooting, and I think we just cracked code. He must have been a, played video games. No one he probably thought. listened to Judas Priest. It was uh, subliminal messaging. He listened yeah. to uh, Better by You Better Than Me too many yes. times. Yeah, that's got to be then, it. You know, he was the entire time brrr, screaming the gamer word, just <laughs> brrr, boop and it's boop. <laughs> the, the 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 beep was so deafening. Everybody, yeah, everybody didn't know what that was going on. Yeah. Everybody down watching that Jason Aldean show was like, "What's that boop? What's that? Boop why thing? isn't that coming from down here? Right? That's how come the singer saying? isn't? I mean, saying I'm sure that. it was. That's why they didn't notice it from coming up there. Yeah, they were also saying the game. And they were word. like gunshots. Well, it's great because in this Jason Aldean song. There's a lot of gunshots. <laughs> yeah, that's like, this is not weird. Like Jason, oh, like a, he's like a gangster country rapper. This trapper. person is just falling over and uh, they're bleeding from their mouth. Well, they just had 50 beers in like two hours. So it's <laughs> yeah, normal. He just normal. drank. He just drank were, like four bangs. They just went mudding. So I think we're <laughs> mudding. He, he went with Shane Gandy. <laughs> mudding. Fuck. About that. Sorry, we're not trying to make light of the Las Forgot Vegas shooting. about that nonsense. But, uh, or Shane Gandy. It is uh, one of the two, uh, as, we, as we've talked about it uh, the last couple of weeks, Jake, it is one of the most baffling fucking things ever that no one ever talks about it, now. It, the only, like, there's no, there's a couple, and I won't get into detail about them because that's a different podcast, but even, I've heard, like, two conspiracy theories proposed and they don't remotely make sense. And yeah. I try to come up with my own. You can't even... The closest thing to a theory to make sense of the Mandalay Bay shooting that I can come up with is that someone planned it for the purpose of driving people like me insane. 
because <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you want to figure it out. I mean, it's the only shoot mass shooting I can think of where there's no fucking motive at all. And it's like, like with many things that people spin conspiracy theories about, there's a lot of weird, suspicious details that don't seem quite right. Yep. But ordinarily, when that's the case, there's some sort of thread that may or may not be true, and in many cases isn't, but there's a theoretical thread that you can draw between all the weird details. I can't do that with Vegas, and I haven't seen anyone do it yet. Yeah, the Saudi thing, uh, if you're anyone who's familiar and has looked up a, even a smidge of this, the Saudi kind of weird connection thing, it makes no fucking sense. It doesn't add up. That um, doesn't oh, make any sense. Yeah, it's just, what a, I'll just say fucking bizarre shit. And uh, True Anon did a really long episode with Felix from Chapel Trap House. and That was worth, a good one. Where they, I, they I, I got to listen to it. I got to subscribe yeah. to their Patreon, but... Uh, it's probably worth it because Brace does a really great job on pretty much all the goes crazy He's things. Good. Liz is really good too. She she oh yeah she knows her shit. But her um, episode on the um, the fucking uh, stock the stonk thing that one was really good. And that's useful because that shit also doesn't make any sense, but in a yeah. different way than Vegas. The shit with the security guard is the weirdest, but uh, we can't get into all that now. Let's but, not uh, get too involved. Uh, what are you going to say? To conclude, Stephen Paddock did it for the culture. Okay. Yeah, of course, you know. So, and well, let's uh, say this. I guess if there's a lot of stuff that's been going on, I, I do appreciate that in COVID times, we haven't seen a dearth of amazing music. Yeah. Like uh, just recently, something that me and Jake, I think, have really enjoyed is the new electric chair, seven inch social capital. Fucking great. Yeah. Uh, Great Iron Lung Records just consistently putting out amazing material. That slant LP uh, is really fucking good. Uh, I, I, the 11, oh man, I haven't even fucking 11 p.m. Records put out a new Reek Mine 7 inch. That band fucking rips. What is that? I haven't heard that. Oh my god, dude. Not, it's like fast fucking enough. American kind of hardcore. Okay. Just really fucking good. Really aggressive and pissed off sounding. Um, I just, it, I, I'm wondering like where live this will be because bands haven't some of these bands are kind of newer like that reek minds band put out their first seven inch i don't know if they had a demo but they had like a record in january of last year they have this record earlier this year i can't imagine they played much shows if any shows at all um so it'll be very interesting to have bands that have like a lot of like hype uh that well, in the next uh, later this year, in the in the last maybe the last quarter of this year, maybe early quarter of 2022, uh, have to like step up into the fucking the fighters ring. Well, in a that's sense. why I'm so fucking fired up and ready to get in the fighters ring. Uh, hopefully, not literally. We'll see. But uh, I like didn't start playing music again until like right before this shit happened. Like I I started doing Malacore and we got to play one show and then this fucking happened. More, my other band started jamming like right before this and then got totally shut down by the fucking COVID thing. Like right, like we recorded a demo and then COVID fucking happened. Leaking had similar deal. So yeah, I, I it, it's been unfortunate timing for me in, in terms of like, because I think for my well-being, just I'll give a listener, listener a little insight here. Uh, I, I have to... I think I have to play in a band to be sane or, or not do anything like more stupid than I would do otherwise. Like it keeps me on the right track. Start playing music again. Start getting my head on straight a little bit. 
uh, the missing piece for me is being able to interface with an audience. Like, that is important to me. I don't know what fucking pathology that shows I have. I'm probably a narcissist, but regardless, it's like I'm on, I've been on the edge this whole fucking year because we've yeah. been cranking on stuff, and uh, I'm excited. And, and my sincere hope for the sake of the whole scene is that other people feel similarly and everybody brings their fucking A game. Uh, and I think they will. I mean, like you said, that the, some of the new stuff that has come out is fucking awesome. So that's, yeah, like, that's encouraging. That band, uh, Undeath, they just recorded a second LP, but they like haven't played a real show with their full lineup since they've gotten a full lineup since. Like they played a live stream, but like that doesn't, that almost doesn't count. Yeah. And now they have a second LP. So I can imagine, like, maybe they're writing stuff, but I can only imagine, like, them being like, oh, fuck, how much, how much, like, yeah, we could write more, but, like, are we going to have three LPs and, like, not no shows? Like, that's kind of ridiculous. Like, yeah. what would you do for a fucking set list? I mean, I, I think... We're, like, almost in that boat, too. We already yeah. a lot of stuff. I think, well, I, I think ultimately it just boils down to... um We'll just kind of see what ha- We'll just kind of really see what happens. Uh, I don't know necessarily what's going to happen, but I'm I'm just excited to, for like something to kind of happen again. I got another local shout out real quick. Uh, Clibus did new material too. Everybody, if you're a Rochester people, probably already heard of this band. If you haven't, uh, check out Clibus. It's uh, I, I don't I don't know. Ask him what it sounds like. It's it's good. Uh, Great, far-out Rochester band that has been hard at work and has new material that's on the internet to listen to currently. Yeah, they got a... They're, I'm really excited to hear their full-length... Um, uh, their... Uh, what is it? Uh, Freshman LP, uh, which I think they're putting it out themselves. That's sick. Um, yeah, it's exciting. I, I think the Rochester scene has a lot to offer. It's just... I don't know how it's going to manifest itself, like what clicks will kind of come out of it. You know, because I feel like the hardcore punk scene has been really splintered. And I don't I wouldn't say like Hallucination Realized was a punk band, but it's one of those things where we could play with like I'd, I'm down to play with anyone. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, if they want us to wanted us to play. Right. Uh, so we'll kind of see what happens with that. And uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, we got a HR has a new vocalist. Our buddy nice. Cooper is uh, singing. And it sounds fucking awesome. And uh, and you got you got anything, Tim? Uh, no, nah, not really. I mean, you know. Well, it is Easter. Easter. Did we do we all say our? Did you say your Easter blessings? Yeah, I did. Had our we had our <laughs> Easter dinner. What is it? What does that mean? I got no, Turkish. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's nothing. Really. I got Turkish. It doesn't mean Turkish anything. food with my mom for lunch. That was it. I come from a family of fucking godless heathens. <laughs> Where my ha- where my ham freaks I'm at? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's. I mean, I don't want to. Whatever. My mom listens to this. <laughs> I hope just don't be. I hope that's okay, mom. Hello, Jake's mom. I had a good time with you today. <laughs> it was nice. Yeah, I had a decent time with my family too. It was pretty good. Yeah, had some good dinner. You know, watched some. Uh, you know, Orioles beat the Red Sox today. So oh, there we swept go. Swept them. Beat their fucking ass. Yeah, they three beat them in the the three game series. The fucking O's. Yeah, the fucking O's one. The it, they wasn't even in fucking Camden Yards. <laughs> they uh, was up in fucking Fenway Park. The fucking Baltimore voice has got to fucking come back, yo, dude. Yeah, I mean, I ain't hear nowhere's nears enough of that shit. We were like <laughs> me and Tim when we were in Malacord. Definitely were uh, inadvertently. 
ending up at a point where we were inadvertently doing the Baltimore voice it slash Philly voice without realizing it, which was that's good. That's healthy. That's a uh, you know that was a period of time where I you know watched The Wire uh, the entire series <laughs> uh, two times in a row because I was on unemployment. So you know it was guys. rubbing off on me a little bit. A fucking baby mothers. My baby mother's EBT cord. I would say I'm kind of bummed that I never got like an opportunity to watch the wire. Not watch the wire. <laughs> it's on DVD, man. It's you could check it out. I mean, like just not have a job for four months. I three months. three months. Three months and get paid. You know, yes, yeah, like eight hundred dollars a week. Yeah, that's so sick. I didn't. Yeah, that, I didn't do that, that either. That was the most money I've ever made. You know, working in my life. Dude, that's and like you every. Uh, you're not the only. That's like everybody I know. That's so sick. God damn. I don't know. It's just. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm one of the. Uh, I uh, burdened the one of the lucky few. Who one, didn't of lucky have few to, one of the lucky few that <laughs> who didn't lose their job was was able to work, and you know I'm I was a you know a good member of society, and you're an essential. You know, work, you're essential. essential you're yeah, but essential. at the same time, I'm sure and if I told someone, it's like, do you have yeah, anything to show for it? Uh, no, uh, nothing really. Uh, we didn't get really anything. Uh, still sucks, kind of. I don't say it sucks. I like, my, I enjoy my job. Uh, I can listen to music and podcasts all I want, and uh, it, it's not too bad. I don't mind it. I like my coworkers, um, so I don't want to get too much into the up of my job, my day job. But uh, I like this much more. But this isn't a job. This is my favorite job. Yeah. Yeah. I will say what uh, we do. This is. I mean, I do consider you know like playing music and stuff. Like that's you know, a, that's a job. You know, what my favorite job is. What's that? It's a blow job. <laughs> I was gonna say like hand job or yeah, something. Well. Yeah, yeah. Rim job would have probably been funnier because it's uh, more disgusting. But no, no blow job's good because that's classic and it's so obvious. It's and that's it's right. I know, didn't even classic. see that coming. For all the pe- listeners who are stupid and don't understand humor, like that joke was funny because it was so lame and it sucked so much and it was it stupid as shit. Like a blow job. Oh, got him. And this is why we are. This is why we will do this professionally at some point, just not yet. Uh, I can't was, wait till we're on like a stage doing this in front of a bunch of can, fucking nerds. Yeah, I, I can't wait till s- we can suck dick professionally <laughs> <laughs> on stage in front of a bunch of nerds. Someone, like, why do they call it a blowjob? There's like no blowing involved. <laughs> it's more like a suck job. Is that is that what your your lived experience? Ha <laughs> 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 ha. Uh, I, I had something I was gonna say, and I now I can't remember it. <laughs> you know why? I mean, you know why this episode is like so discombobulated, like that, guys? It's because weed just got legalized here in it's New Mer- York. Mercury's in retrograde. No, it's because weed is, oh. as Tim said, weed is legalized. Play now. We're gonna hit the play the hit song "Legalize It" by Bob Marley. I was at the Sunoco earlier Tosh. today. Peter Tosh. I was at the Sunoco earlier today, filling up. You know, I went inside, and this fucking, you know, this old dumbass in front of me was like, "Oh, come on, man, give me some, give me all the zigzags you got, man." <laughs> he was like in a rush, like trying, to, and he like didn't. Have, it was just like, man, this is this guy's like really excited. That that's the one thing that's honestly, I think, kind of bumming me out is that like all these fucking idiots now are gonna be like. Like, you know, just like this whole dumbass losers who are too fired up about weed. Yeah, like I work with this dude who's like a 40 year old dude and he's like, 
really gonna, excited that weed's legalized. It's like I'm gonna do weed now. Yeah, it's like, huh? What stopped you before? Right. Well, regardless, shout out to Governor Meatball for not being able to keep his fucking hands to himself because that's why weed is getting legalized in New York. It's yes. Just let's get one more allegation going and it'll probably give us fucking health care just to shut everybody up. So, yeah, that'd be sweet. give us a little uh, stimmy or something like that. Yeah. Come on, Cuomo. Let's I'll shut up. I'll shout vote for you. Give me two thousand dollars. I'll fucking vote for you again, even though yeah. I never have. Because I can't. Can like, I? I mean, he can give he can legalize all the weed and give me all the free money he wants. I'm still not voting for him. I'll tell him that to his yeah, face, Yeah, I'd be though. like, I'll take everything you're giving me and not support you in return. I'm like, yeah. Mr. Cuomo, you have my vote. Uh, Governor Butthole, uh, <laughs> it's not been nice knowing you. <laughs> I despise knowing about you. Cuomo uttered ever again in my entire life. We're making weed legal. <laughs> so people forget that I raped. Okay? When they go on the court and they ask the witnesses, do you remember what Mr. Cuomo was doing that day? The weed. They're going to so put me on like, the news again. They oh, love man, me on the I don't news. I remember where I was uh, on that day. Cuomo apparently like tried to kiss that this, this uh, one of his uh, workers. Because I've been, my brain has been destroyed by the marijuana plant, Your Honor. <laughs> this is some potent shit. Uh, and they'll yeah, be like, the, I, the, I, the, the judge is going to be like, I'm throwing this case out and I'm using papers to roll a blunt. As we speak. Uh, so, you know, as we speak, my, um, I am, I hit a, I have a, my, uh, under my robe, judge robes. It's a, a three-foot bong, and I'm just hitting like it, it. It might look like he has a gigantic gut, but it's actually long there the whole yeah. time. So that's that's yeah, that's Rochester. That's New York news. That's the New York news yeah. minute. Yeah, Governor yeah. Butthole, he's in a lot of trouble. Yeah, what's going on with that? Governor, Anything go- new? I, I, to be honest, and this, is, I, this shouldn't be the case, but I have not read about the allegations or anything. From what I've gathered, it sounds like he didn't do anything I don't think he has been accused of raping anyone. He got the one story. Like, let's be clear. I don't think he could brush over that with uh, any fucking uh, nice sativa is not going to cover for straight up yeah. rape. But uh, I don't think anyway. But um, the story that I heard was there was some like aid or something that he was trying to hit on. And he was like, what do you say? He was like, oh, do you know my friend Lisa? She's probably like the hottest woman in New York. My friend Lisa. You're so much hotter than her, which is such a bad pickup. Have line. you ever it's been with an older man? Unbelievable. <laughs> that cadence of like his voice, his words, or his... <laughs> that shit's so funny. <laughs> they put me on the news. They love me on the news during COVID. <laughs> I wrote a book. Me and Doctor Fauci. COVID. We're like yeah. De Niro and Pacino. Oh, that was and Tim is not making that up. That's something that fucking mother. Wait, who's was it? Fa- Fu- Fucci, Fauci that said that. Right? No, no, I'm pretty sure no, it was Cuomo. Qu- said Quambo. That. Said Fauci's it. too much of a punk bitch to fucking. Jesus say Christ, like that. you're comparing yourself to like movie yeah, monsters, too, too like, terrible, like the worst Fauci people fucking, you would have. You would never want to meet those characters. Yeah, Fauci sucks fuck too. Out of here, just so yeah. everyone knows, I hate. I don't like that guy either. Who? I don't Fauci. I don't oh, trust. Yeah, they yeah. really uh, should have just gotten anyone else to fucking. Hey, let's have the guy that said you actually don't need to wear masks. Then uh, a week later, be like, actually, if you don't wear masks, you are literally murdering everyone that you come in contact with. Like, I mean, I'm I'm exaggerating a little bit here. More recently, what a said, fucking stupid more, fucking way to go about yeah, that. More Couldn't re- find anyone else. Yeah. More recently, told us 
to wear two masks. Um, yeah, and I have seen no single fucking person and, do that. And, like, people are, like, uh, because he was contrasted with Trump, obviously, which I got to say, Trump was such a huge blessing to so many, like, terrible people. Like, he's also a terrible person, but, like, it, it just, if you're an awful person his, who is in the public eye, Trump's presence was tremendous for you because you can, you can contrast yourself and look like you are motherfucking Teresa. Um, so, so people were really, like, hyping Fauci up. I'm not an expert. Look, I'm not, like, a smart guy, whatever. But as far as I can tell, he, he did, like, basically the bare minimum. And, like, but because he was, like, sassy to Trump and because he was next to Trump, people are acting like he's fucking, like, the hero of like, our... Right, like, a, he's like a gang... He's I like mean, Robert De Niro. Day and age. Like, dude, I... I Standing up to the gangster Donald Trump. Jesus it's like the Outsiders Christ. or whatever yeah. that movie is with, uh, what's his face, Kevin Costner. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're all gangsters, like, man. Like, uh, Jesus. Not in a good way. Like fucking Christ, yeah. yeah. I gotta say, kind of miss, kind of miss hearing Trump uh, just constantly... Uh, talk shit and uh be a fucking idiot it was very funny it was funny i had high hopes that biden would be funnier and i think he could be if the fucking uh news would let him talk but they don't do it um, right, they always cut him off when he's about to say something stupid our, our press is in full like i i would say soviet <laughs> mode but joe biden yeah mode. I, I would say it's like dprk soviet mode but it's worse like oh, it is dude did you watch that video of that lady at the fucking border with the, oh, the migrant children. Yeah, yeah, no. what she oh my fucking God. Holy shit. This journalist is like recording like the people in the migrant overflow camps, we'll yep. say. AKA cages. Uh the cages, with, and they're yeah. they all have like the those metallic blankets, those heat blankets. You say the metallic blankets. You know, the shiny like kind of like foil blanket things that they give people. Okay. They do keep yeah. you warm. Um bunch of people, you know, maybe twenty, thirty, forty people in these fucking like big like these like kind of like like a like big open 20 cage. 25 by 25 like rooms yeah. and this he's taking a video and this woman's like please respect the privacy or what she's saying something like that oh yeah i remember this now, yeah, yeah respect then respect and give that give these people the dignity and respect that they deserve this was a biden official saying this right yes i swear to god so so just to, for people who aren't getting the picture she was obstructing reporters from Revealing the conditions of these fucking camps and and her like pretext for that was like, oh, we want to respect the privacy of these people that we're keeping in fucking cages. Um, we want to respect and, you know, give them the dignity that they deserve. She just kept saying that. And it's like that is one. Of, it was vile watching that. Yeah, this disgusting. lady just spew this fucking bullshit. And the fucking journalists and not entirely. And I'll give credit when it's due. But it, in large part, the press is going to completely go along with that shit. They're not going to oh, really yeah. challenge it. Like I. I Unironically, like I trust like Chinese state media more than I trust any cable news network in America, the New York Times, the Washington Post, uh, any of those places. I'm being a little hyperbolic, but I'll put it this way. It's potato potato between the two for me as far as like yeah. what I think is true. Like it, 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 it I, it's on the same level, if not worse here. Yeah. And, you know, that's not punk at all. And uh, what was the a few weeks ago? It was uh, Washington Post had one. Uh, it was like Joe Biden slashes pro poverty decisively in defining move of presidency. And I was like, that is a North Korean news headline. Joe Biden destroys poverty 
Like, why don't you just tell <laughs> yeah. me? Why don't you just tell me what he did? Like, look, I'm I'm not just like I I do not want to be one of these like white guys who just sits and bitches about Biden all day. I have no interest in doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm actually bitching about the press right now because I think Biden has done some things that are. I was not expecting that were better than I expected. There are some promising things happening. Not really promising, but things where I was like, oh, it's kind of cool. It's nice. Uh, you can just like you, if you're a reporter or whatever, you're the press. You can tell me about those things and I'll respond that way without like pretending that he's normal <laughs> and that things are fine. Yeah. Like just fucking give it to me straight, man. Like I just am sick of this of the fucking like. Uh, 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 like propagandistic rituals that that we were supposed to take seriously. That, that's like every aspect, though, of like the you know American that's so society. Much yeah, 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 it's fucked. To kind of make it into about music. That's how I feel like everything is now. It's just like we're we're supposed to be expected that everything is like good and nothing and sucks. Th- like we're just supposed to like accept like whatever. Like, yeah, the new Casualty record is good. And it's like, no, it isn't. Do you Fuck say Casualties? You. Yeah, new Casualties record. Do they have a new record? It's good. Trust us. Us here at punkmuse.org, we we, we would never. <laughs> that uh, new Lamb of God record? It's really good. Is there a new Bro, Casualties record? I don't fucking know. I don't, I don't think there pro- is. I think there is. I, there might be, actually. I don't know. I don't like the Casualties, and I don't follow them, but... Uh, everything seems to be like on the premise of like kind of like lying to me, especially when it comes to like the media that I consume. And media, I mean like, or the my special my the interests I consume. I mean, uh, I'll, whether or not you like him, uh, Anthony Fantano, I think is a really good uh, way you could should go about like how like I guess you're maybe like in some cases journalism with music journalism we'll say, uh, even though he doesn't write anything. Um, because he's not afraid to like give something a bad rating, yeah. Even I, if it even if it means it won't be like something he he could he could specifically talk about uh, really big records and really popular artists, and he that's not all he does. Um, he's not afraid to give really popular artists and even artists that he likes bad reviews if he doesn't fucking like them. And his taste, and he says it, it's like this is just what I think, you know, and I. I remember someone ret- like replying to a tweet being like, or like something like that, being like, uh, "I wonder if there'll ever be another ten out of ten again." And it's just like, I can only imagine him like rolling his fucking eyes at that. It's like, it doesn't fucking matter what I think. You, I, I listen to ten out of ten, and what in my mind is a ten out of ten record, like at least once a year, like at least a year where every year I hear a record where it's like I'm gonna be listening to this like probably until I die. And I think it's one of the best records of like that, whatever genre it may be. So I, I think his fan base is kind of is maybe a little cringy. Um, I think I'm, I think a lot of them are very young, though. You know, maybe kind of kind of gullible. Right, right. I, I think he opens up a lot of people to uh, a lot of different tastes. And I haven't like, I haven't actually watched it for people who don't know. I mean, I know he's huge on YouTube. Maybe people don't know Anthony Fontano. That's his channel is the Needle Drop, right? Yeah. Not to be confused with. You know, drop. Ross, yeah. Ross, Ross had the needle drop. Or not to be confused with needle drop, which is uh, Doug Brown from Sleep to the Grind's uh, Instagram account. I see. So, yeah, a lot of, lot of needle drops. It's like maybe we should uh, change it up here with this needle dropping. I dropped a needle once, and I had to, like, get a new one because you can't – you don't want to do it after if it's yeah. been on the floor, you wouldn't – you know. It's bad. Get, it's all that, good. get all that, fa- you know, fabric and dirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't really watched Fontano's stuff. I'll, I'll have to, you know. He's I, got. 
I know he has some sway with what people think of music, yeah. so I should probably be in touch with what he thinks. I don't. I don't. I think it's it's more about just listening to like new things and experiencing things and like kind of formulating an opinion on them and formulating an, a strong opinion whether or not you think it'll be popular or not. Like uh, I don't know. It, I I feel like a lot, there's a lot of stuff that is really cool and really like popping right now and hype. And whenever there's hype shit, there's always people that are like kind of corn dogs that are just like. I see people being like, oh, this is really good. You did a really good job. And it's like, I don't know if you really believe that or if you're just trying to, like, blow smoke up that person's ass to, like, right, so they can right. give you be a like, favor. Yeah, put me on the insert on your next record. Yeah, so, I don't know. I'm not saying people do that. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying one, th- I don't really want to say one thing or the other, but I feel like there's a lot of uh, anti-negative kind of rhetoric and, like, let's try and focus on what's good, but, like, never trying to focus on what's negative and, and that could, you can kind of see that in a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and I think when it is negative, it's, you know, done in like a very clickbaity way, which kind of sucks. Yeah, like I, I could give an honest bad review of someone's album and have no problem with them personally and even say like, uh, okay, there's this thing about it that I like, but all these other things are really, really bad. And also, but also like, more to the original point of the disingenuousness of it and in society more broadly, like, yeah, I, I, I feel like we're, I don't know, it, 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 it goes to either extreme. Like, there is a huge peanut gallery on the internet. Like, I, I'm so sick of, like, accounts on fucking Twitter or whatever where all they do is complain about shit, whether it's music, politics, culture, whatever, and all they do is bitch, and it's like... I don't know, man. That's exhausting. That's like unhealthy to, yes. to be totally. Immured, I will agree. Immured in that, and like I don't know why. And I think maybe the internet's part of the problem. That's like a lazy excuse for it, though. So I'm gonna have to think about it more. But it's like you have people who are like that, and then you have at the same time people who are just like soft as shit and like need everything to be like. Uh, unless it's like a designated bad thing, like Trump or like the band Trapped or something, like un- if, unless it's something where you're supposed to think it sucks, like, like Paul Lamont. Yeah, whatever. they want to put a positive spin on everything, and like I, like I think a balanced person has both like huge enthusiasm for the things that they like and like very decisive like uh, disdain and like substantive criticisms of things that they think are bad. Yeah, I, I think you should cultivate both of those things in yourself, listener, which is something I try to do. It just yeah. it, it sucks that, you know, it seems like a lot of people the thing that like a lot of people like the most is like, you know, superhero movies and stuff. Yeah, but then yeah. but then it's like one of those things with with like Marvel movies. I I feel like it's like, "Oh man, fuck Marvel movies." But then it's like, "Am I just being contrarian?" I like I fucking like the Marvel movies that I've watched, but I don't I also feel like it's kind of like uh, it's like ice cream. It's like shitty ice cream. It's just like I eat it and I feel pretty good, not too bad. And it's like it's a good kill at least of two hours. If you're engaging with it on that level, then that's then you're doing the right thing. That's what they should be there for. I think the issue is that you have people that are like really obsessed with them, and then people find trying to find way way oh, more value you mean in like it. Overanalyze and dude, yeah. there's people on Twitter who are literally like. Fuck Martin Scorsese. He's like an old, boring white guy. Like he could never make a movie like fucking WandaVision. And they're serious. And like oh, I don't a TV show. It's I don't. Regardless, fair. you know what I mean. Like, and I'm like, well, he would never stoop to that level. So yeah, I don't true. like. I don't know if these people believe this themselves or not. But 
uh, if if like we reach a point where like that is an accepted like the default viewpoint, like, and I'm not even trying to suck Scorsese's dick or whatever. Like, I don't. It's not. It's not about that. It's like, yeah, you ain't got no skin in the game. I don't watch movies. I don't know, but like, I but I've watched some of those movies, and Would I'm like, definitely way rather watch a Martin Scorsese. Movie I mean, his then. this is what it comes down to is like substance and content. Like, he tried to do something with those movies and had something he wanted to say and something he wanted to make people feel. And like a lot of the other shit, and you could apply this with music too. It's like. This is just like a, a Funko Pop. Like this is something you're buying and consuming out of, as like a ritual. And people do that with like classics too. They're like, I gotta watch this because it's a classic. There's classic movies and shit that I don't care for right. at all. But you know, yeah, like Forrest Gump. Yeah, oh, yeah obviously that's a bad movie. <laughs> I would rather watch like the first Spider-Man than watch Forrest. Oh, Gump. definitely. Oh, I, like I would actually. I can get with that. I think yeah. that. I think that movie was good. I haven't watched with, it since I was like eight or whatever. But you're talking about like with Bone Saw, right? Macho Bone Man Saw. is ready. Wait, which one is that? <laughs> That's the first the, one. The first Spider-Man with with Tobey Maguire. Yeah, and uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. I do not. Yeah. I do not. I guess In the I, wrestling when he wrestles and he, he tries to win the money. I remember it now. I remember it now. Okay, I got you. I got you. I'm with you. I was like just remembering Kirsten Dunst for you know some reason, but probably because yeah. that you know upside down makeout scene that was tight. Yeah, that that is out. That yeah. is hot. Yeah. That is hot. Yeah, I mean her titties weren't out. I I altered my think copy of it. Were out at all. I altered my copy of it. Where so you you shut your eyes during that scene and, you, and then and you, you turn, envision it. You turned those upside down too, so they're like facing Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. You had to flip them. Yeah, on the <laughs> computer. It was very hard. I mean, like you know, I. Ooh, that would be uh, if if he was like upside down, like uh, sucking titty. That's in the uh, oh un, uh, the other cut. You mean? Oh, I thought you were just gonna mean like straight up sixty ninety upside down titty. No, suck. he could have done that as a spider though. Also, that's he like a spider's like main like that's it's like, like his forte. That's called the spider's trick. Is what that <laughs> the is. spider's web. <laughs> You've been caught in my spider's web. It's actually just <laughs> a 69 says, position with me. <laughs> I love it when he says that in the movie. Uh, <laughs> I love <laughs> I think we've been watching the wrong Spider-Man, guys. Like Willem Dafoe. I mean, what more can be said about that Green Goblin? Yeah, but he is a Green Goblin in real life. Right, too. he, he yeah, didn't even yeah. need makeup for that film. I don't know, he's like, they're like, all right, and then uh, this way we got the makeup uh, costume. Psychotic like, maniac Willem Dafoe. Don't worry about it. I have it myself. <laughs> I'm William Defoe. <laughs> William, sound William like or Willem? Willem Defoe. Because it's Willem, right? It is spelled Willem. What is up with that? Why? I don't get that either. That's weird. These yeah. people are all fucking freaks, man. He probably did it. some like really strange, like you know, satanic. Cult he had to trade. Hollywood. He had to trade some of his letters for adrenochrome. Yeah, we'll take happened. that yeah. I and A. You, we'll give you an E. Was it Lucifer or whatever movie he's in? Satan. Oh no, that's the uh, what is that? The um, little Nicky, the last uh, temptation of Christ. I no, think, no, right? I mean that that is he, he is in Jesus. that. Little he is, um, not little Nicky. Oh, no, you mean oh, like the Antichrist? The that's Antichrist. The Christ, yeah. You're talking about Diablo two. Yes. 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 Yes, I'm a big fan of Diablo two. Right, he played Damian <laughs> Thorne in the Antichrist movie, or AKA the Omen. He was the little kid in The Omen. No, he was the movie. Yeah, I, yeah, that, yes, I know what you're it talking about. The Euro is, movie. What is it called? The Antichrist? I think it's called Antichrist. Just Antichrist. Yeah. Not okay. to be confused with the, the Omen. Okay. Oh, yes. Because The Omen. 
if you told me the anti the omen was called the Antichrist, I'd probably be like, oh yeah, I guess. It. Right, little kid was like a fuck of ass. Fuck yeah, well, that little fucking kid was fucking around. Yeah, cut fucking... the guy's head off with a pane of glass. Yo, you don't tell devil. me this kid's going to tell me to do. I don't fucking listen. I can't to do kid. this bit because I, I can do the voice, but I have never seen that movie. Yo, you never oh, seen dip. the you Omen? Watch that. I never saw the fucking Omen. You never saw the Omen? I heard it's a good fucking movie. Yeah, it, it's really fucking scary. <laughs> Does he kill a dog in that one? Um, I have never fucking seen it. Fu- like, I mean, I just remember like somebody gets some like some priest guy gets impaled with like a some like thing that's on top of a church. It's pretty comical. Oh, you slapstick fans! Yeah, check out the Omen with starring Gregory Peck. Well, oh, you know what? That's a great segue into, you know, we probably should wrap it up. But next week, fellas, or every fellas and uh, ladies and uh, that was non-binary. (laughs) It was close to a verb. Um, Yeah, I was going to, that's kind of. To all our (laughs) listeners, uh, would it be uh, man, woman, non-binary? That's uh, what fellates means, all our listeners who are sucking us off. Sucking us dry of our uh, creativity. We got uh, next <laughs> next week. We're going to be uh, discussing the movie Shoplifters of the World. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the movie about the Smiths? It's not about the Smiths. It just takes. Uh, it involves the Smiths heavily in the plot. It's a heavy plot device. Yeah, um, it looks kind of really fucking stupid. Um, hopefully, we have a, a a special guest on there for them who is a Smiths fan. I am a Morrissey. pretty. Yeah, we have Morrissey on. on. I'm Morrissey, and uh, you know, I think uh, we go uh, get rid of the immigrants or something. Also, I feel really sad. I can't play the show today. (laughs) I saw someone eating a chicken wing. What's what's that thing for the Cinco FaceTime party snoozer? Is that what it was called? Yes, you might need that. Yeah, I'm gonna need that for that movie because I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can do it. I think it'll be interesting because uh, me and me and Jake like the Smiths and we like Morrissey. Uh, at least I some saw Morrissey. Muslim eating chicken, and now I can't go out tonight. I was simply mortified. That's Morrissey. It's a Morrissey song. And uh, Tim, uh, I don't think I'm not I don't think you... I've like ever listened to the Smiths in my life. Oh man, I love the Smiths. I, I can see you not too, liking yeah. them though. Totally, that's not my kind of thing. You know, I just I that's not me. It's there's no blast beats. In, informer, that's not me. <laughs> As D double E would say. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, next week I'm I'm excited to watch that uh dump he, dump heap of a movie and we'll kinda see what, what goes that, in there. That's steaming pile. And then uh we got uh, any other news? I guess we're working on the Rockcore comp. It's it, we're cranking on it. We're adding some new bands, I think. Looks like it. It's gonna be a real fucking wild patchwork of what has been going on underneath the The surface underneath the surface underneath the the heavy veil of quarantine and its consequences and and also you know quarantine is just kind of like the apex of a malaise that i think has been lingering as much as hard as people try to ignore it has been lingering in rochester for a while and I don't think we're going to fix that, but we're going to show that there is some things going on underneath that, and maybe it'll fucking get some fucking electricity in people's veins, you know? And maybe we'll be able to pay the electric bill yeah. at the house with the sales. Proceeds, yeah. Yeah, I I, th- I think we'll be able to, you know, sh- shake the moss off a little bit, you know, really yeah. kind of lube up them joints and kind of get it going and kind of help build something, because yeah. uh, I always... 
for a while it was just like fuck Rochester, who cares? But I live here. I don't want to move. Really, it's kind of hard to move. Yeah. Um, it's, right. It's like where would we move to? You know, it's like I'm not going to. You gotta talk into the mic, Tim. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're talking to your hand. Uh, where it's like, where else could we? I mean, I don't know. It's just like this is good enough up here. Fuck it. Yeah. So yeah. let's you know, let's use our energies instead of being chaotic neutral. We'll be yeah, like chaotic the, lawful. Chaotic or, lawful. That you well, can't be, do that. Chaotic good. I chaotic mean. good. Yeah. You know, I have those. Well, chaotic lawful. That's like, I mean, you know, it's like. Uh, we can't be chaotic and lawful at the same time. Yeah, those are opposites. Because opposite I look, alignments. I know these alignments like the back of my hand from D and D. This is like a big part of my. Uh, Scheme of how I judge the world and is guess, people's moral well, alignment. That's uh, another thing. Eventually, we we mentioned one, uh, maybe the last or the second to last episode uh, about us doing a Patreon, and yeah. we're racking up we're racking up ideas for our Patreon. We're gonna do some really cool in depth stuff uh, and hopefully have some cool guests. But we got something D and D related that yes. is going to unfortunately probably take a long time to cultivate into doing something, but it'll totally be worth. Uh, I think our listeners' time. Because yeah, 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 yeah. I've listened to that Glass Cannon podcast, and I like legitimately can't stop listening to it because they have a really. It's just it's like improv, but it's like a good, a fun story and fun characters. It's a, like a D and D kind of like tabletop RPG podcast, and uh, where they actually do combat and stuff, and it's like way more interesting than I don't know, like someone like I don't know, Bruce Springsteen Obama podcast. Like I'd rather I kill. I'd rather shoot myself thing. in the fucking head than listen yeah, to that. I mean, yeah. in both instances, I think I'll take the lobotomy. Thank you. Uh, I mean, I don't know what. Like, I, I mean, I, wait, I just, wait, it's, it's between Bruce Springsteen and Obama and the D- Dungeons and Dragons thing. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good on both. Tim's good on that. I just don't know what the fuck Bruce Springsteen and Obama would ever talk about. That would be interesting. Oh, you know what it would be? Absolutely nothing of substance. Oh, uh, Bruce, you're racist too. Hey, how's that adrenochrome going, Obama? Yeah, that's what it's for. <laughs> I'm Bruce Springsteen. I can't Bruce imagine. Bruce I, I literally the, the greeted. Here's which... the jazz. Here's the saxophone guy. Clarence what's his I think that's Clarence Clarence no. Thomas. Clarence <laughs> not I was gonna say not him. Not him. <laughs> Clarence, Clarence Thomas for the East yeah. Street band. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a good way to sign it, I think. Okay, yeah. yeah All right, we'll see. Uh, yeah, follow us on Instagram and Twitter and fucking... Cop out official. And, uh, follow uh, Ridge Donut on Instagram, yeah. too. Give him my bad review. Clarence Thomas fucking from the E Street star. Band. He'll be back. Clarence Thomas from E Street Band. That'll... <laughs> we're we're, we're, we're going to book... We're, <laughs> we're going to book a show with, with his band coming through. <laughs> yeah, keep an eye out for that, folks. 